Dumelang Avusheni and hello, hi, Mzanzi. Welcome back to Sisters Without Shame, a No Hold Spot podcast that is proudly brought to you by Healthful Mzanzi. I'm your host, Nolu Tandangakani, and I'm here to hold your hand as you seek the answers to those pussy bumps and suspicious lumps you dare not speak of in public. This podcast is a safe space. Mzanzi, it's World Breastfeeding Week. Breastfeeding your baby doesn't always come naturally and isn't always seamless. Luckily, being prepared for what to expect is half of the battle. This week, we are joined by lactation specialist and midwife Emma Newmangelo from Breastfeeding Matters. Emma is a mom first and an internationally board-certified lactation specialist who joins us to unpack the emotional and psychological benefits of breastfeeding. What are the psychological benefits of breastfeeding? Let's talk about the bonding aspect about it. I think for many women, when breastfeeding is going well, it can be an incredibly positive and self-esteem enhancing process. But when breastfeeding isn't going well, I think that's when it really is very, very tough. So the psychological benefits very often are feeling of calmness, with the hormones being really great, the oxytocin, the love hormone, and the prolactin, it helps women to feel less anxious. And very often, those hormones and that combination of breastfeeding successfully and seeing your baby grow well can be very empowering and very positive for motherhood and for the journey. But in the same breath, I think when breastfeeding is not going so well, it can be incredibly disheartening and very, very tough for the mother to be. Because we, we know mostly that it facilitates that bonding. What are some of the psychological factors that influence a woman's decision to breastfeed? I think that's an excellent question, Olatanda, because we often don't discuss that. But very often women who have very large breasts or poor self-esteem or don't feel so good about their body might not feel so excited to breastfeed, particularly in public or in front of their partner or family members. So I think what can actually really cause women to not want to breastfeed is low self-esteem, body concerns, an unsupported partner, unsupported family members, perhaps a history of being touched inappropriately or having a very bad experience perhaps as a child or painful breath, previous surgery, previous trauma to the breast, an accident, history of cancer, psychological issues. There's so many factors that would go into a decision to breastfeed. And that's one of the reasons we have to always make sure that we're as non-judgmental, as as supportive as possible to all moms, because we don't know what that history is or where they're coming from with their decision. Emma, can we talk about what happens when new mothers are not producing enough milk? How can they facilitate the bonds of breastfeeding as well? The most important thing, first of all, is to try and see a lactation specialist. There are many qualified South African lactation consultants in South Africa, or IBCLCs, which stands for International Board Qualified Lactation Consultants. And one of the reasons I say try and get the right support early is because sometimes it is perceived low milk supply. And in actual fact, the baby really just needs help to get to the breast and to get a deeper latch and to be with the mom more. And the more baby drinks, the more milk you make. So it's actually quite incredible to know that because sometimes people, they don't realize that the baby needs to be at the breast to stimulate that milk supply 
So the more baby takes, the more milk you make. Absolutely, the more skin-to-skin the mom can do. Very much if she can increase her fluids, that may help. Look at her general health. Definitely, if she could add perhaps a multivitamin, that might be helpful. But the most important factor is as much time with baby, uninterrupted, just being able to feed. So some moms that have low milk supply, there might be an underlying condition, sometimes endocrine condition, occasionally your moms who have had a very traumatic birth. There are some moms who are just unable to produce enough milk despite trying their absolute best. So I really just want to reassure those moms that you're not in any way less a mom if you can't produce enough breast milk. I think that's really important that we just get that out the way because sometimes the moms are under such pressure to be able to get that milk supply up that they end up not enjoying their baby and not enjoying breastfeeding. I'd like to say that I think a couple of important things. The first one is seek help as quickly as possible from an SACLC or IVCLC. Try and find support in your area. There might be an elective meeting, there might be a group of women that are having tea, there might be a mother's club. Try and get help as quickly as possible. You said something about breast milk stimulating drinks just now. What kind of drinks do help to stimulate breast milk? Because we've heard a lot about the black coffee. Yes, we have so many wonderful myths and things that might work. In South Africa, I think you've probably heard of jungle juice, which is really just very high in sugar. We don't usually recommend that. Your ginger beer is really just a lot of preservative in, so we don't recommend ginger beer. We absolutely don't recommend fizzy drinks or black coffee. Obviously, you can have some caffeine if you're breastfeeding, but that would be sort of, I think, two, I think it's about 200 milligrams a day. So one cup of coffee made for those coffee lovers. So in terms of drinking certain lotions and potions and special things, the only real way to increase your milk supply is for baby to be latched well and to have time at the breast. So the more time at the breast, the more efficient that they drain the breast. We need to have a look at those factors. So I'm so sorry. There's no drink that will help increase milk supply. So if you could just have maybe a glass of water while feeding, that would be beneficial and keep well hydrated. That's interesting. We've just talked about the drinks. What kind of foods should mothers absolutely stay away from when they're breastfeeding as well? It might be interesting to know that we encourage moms to eat a a balanced diet, a nutritious diet, as much of all the food groups as they can. Obviously, if there's allergies, that's a different story altogether. But definitely, we don't recommend cutting out any of the food groups. We do need to make sure that there's sufficient B12 and D and calcium, omega-3, And if they are going to be eating your very oily fish, just be careful not to have too much of that. I can't remember the exact portion. I think it might be 140 grams or something. But we worry about the pollutants in the oily fish. So not too much oily fish. And then just to dispel a few myths, you can eat spicy food. I know a lot of moms are are worried about that. And obviously, if baby reacts and they're a bit windy or the poos are a bit explosive or there's something that you notice soon after, then you would just cut down or cut out that food for a while to see if there's a difference but we actually don't recommend cutting out funny enough any foods so all foods are great balanced diet is excellent can you imagine if we gave every breastfeeding mom in the world a particular diet or menu to stick to i mean you look in india they naturally will eat spicy food we look all over the world and most of those flavors and what the mom is eating will come through just in little tiny amounts in the breast milk so the baby would then be exposed and hopefully not be a picky eater later so you can eat absolutely everything the only thing you should limit is probably as i said your caffeine to one cup of coffee a day 
and if you like alcohol, just one very small glass of wine just after you've breastfed, so there's a gap between. But we definitely wouldn't encourage caffeine or alcohol. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Sisters Without Shame, Emma. For more on the emotional benefits of breastfeeding, check out healthformsanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical bind and looking for a shoulder to cry on, you can send an email to hello at healthformsanzi.co.za. Alternatively, you can send a WhatsApp to 76 Well, Mzanzi, you heard it from Emma. Breastfeeding your baby has many benefits for mom and infant. Not only does breastfeeding promote hormones like oxytocin, it also makes moms feel confident and increases their self-esteem. That brings us to the end of episode 53 of Sisters Without Shame, proudly brought to you by Health Home Zanzi. From me, Lulu Nwakani, have a great week and remember to show your girl some love by sharing this podcast with a friend.